The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to stop focusing on business problems and start focusing on the growth and leadership of your business. Welcome to The Business Edge with your host, Marsha Zeidel. Learn to create a growth agenda to get your business on the right track and keep it there. Rev up your growth engine with exceptional talent and develop the right kind of leadership to move it forward fast. Now, here is Marsha Zeidel. Welcome to the Business Edge, giving practical advice to entrepreneurs and business leaders and how to take your company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth. I'm Marcia Zeidel, your Smart Moves Coach, getting you on the right track, keeping you on the right track, and making sure you don't get sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability through her smart moves and smart growth strategy. So now, here's a quick smart moves treat. It's time for Marsha's Musings, a tasty morsel of wisdom and wit to take the growing pains out of growth. Something simple can make a big difference. Mothers in the small Swiss village of Bulach may have been wary of the man with the goatee staring at them as they struggled to navigate an outside ATM. Grocery bags in one hand and a restless child in the other. But the man didn't care what their PIN numbers were or how much money they had in their accounts. He wanted to know just one thing. It was, why didn't they just put their bags down? What he found was that the bags were paper and the sidewalk was usually wet because it rains a lot in Switzerland. If you put the bag down, the bottom gets soggy and the bag falls apart. So, wanting to make the experience of banking at their ATM less of a hassle, the bank installed a shelf to rest the bag. It's something simple like that that can make a difference to customers. Every business states they want to be customer-focused. Trouble is, many business leaders and owners think they know their customers and their needs. But do they? Listeners, do you really know your customers? Here's a simple way to find out. It's to go where the action is. Direct personal contact with customers or clients is probably one of the most valuable and least expensive methods of learning how to serve your customers better. Require all managers, not just frontline ones, to interact regularly with customers. Observe, ask questions, and get live feedback. This experience immersion is one of the best customer-focused ways to find out what your customers really think. Here's an example. The automotive service I use for car maintenance offers a chauffeuring service. You leave your car in the morning and someone will take you home or to your place of work and then pick you up later in the day. And who generally drives the service car? It's the owner. I asked her, why doesn't she delegate this pickup and delivery to one of her employees? She told me, that this is a way for her to get to know the customers personally and also to get on-time feedback about their service. Yes, they do use surveys, but this is the best way to get a quick reality check. So here's your Smart Moves tip. Talk to the customers as a person, not just as a buyer. Get out from behind your perspective and into theirs. What is the customer's experience with your product, service, or programs? What can make it better or more convenient or more satisfying for them? 
Can it be something as simple as an inch-high grill? Listeners, do you need a reality check? Then ask about our program, Your Customer's Experience, that will turn the customer's voice into focused solutions for fast, better service. Contact me at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com or call 972-380-9181. You're listening to Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves Coach, making sure you're on the right track and not getting sidetracked in your drive for high performance and profitability. Listeners, now to focus on another example of providing unique customer experience is my guest, Dr. Nakea Butler. She began her healthcare career as United States corpsman and ended up as a successful business owner of an audiology company, Hearing Services of North Texas. She will tell us about her entrepreneurial journey, how to avoid common mistakes most businesses make, and how she turned the hearing care business upside down with her innovative patient practices. Welcome, Nakaya. It's a delight to have you on the show. Thanks, Marcia. How are you today? I am doing fine. Let's get started because you have such an interesting background. Why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Sure, sure. Well, I'm Nakaya Butler. You were close on that name, Ah. (laughs) but not quite. But uh, I was born and raised in Dallas, Texas, and uh, right out of uh, high school, well, during my high school years, I kind of got introduced to the healthcare career. And at high school, I went to the Navy. I served five years. After coming out of the military, I came back home, attended UT Arlington, earned two bachelor's degrees. Then I went off to Pennsylvania to earn my doctorate degree in audiology. So um, after all my schooling, I found my way back to Dallas, and I opened a practice here back in 2011. And so that brings us up to the present. And um, at some point, you may want to talk a little bit about your, um, your military uh, career and how that impacted how you do business. Um, but let me just start by asking you, why did you start the, the Hearing Services of North Texas? Why did you become an entrepreneur? Well, I came and became, decided to become an entrepreneur um, when I was an undergraduate, it was back in the year 2000 to 2005, studying at UTA. And around those years, um, a lot of my peers and people graduating from college were having a hard time finding a job, and mm-hmm. they were having a hard time keeping a job. People that I'd known for years and had been at corporations and um, uh, state and federal jobs, they were getting laid off. And I just thought to myself, I want to be in the healthcare business, but how do I avoid um, being so dependent on a company to keep me employed, and how can I do things for myself? So that's kind of what got me interested in being an entrepreneur. So with that in mind, I started looking at various health professions that would allow me to be a business owner. So at first I thought I wanted to be a nurse, and then I had to scratch that idea, and it's evolved, and I just kind of found audiology um, just randomly, someone told me about the profession. I'd never heard of it before. I had the opportunity to uh, come into an audiologist's office and shadow them and see what their work day was like. But honestly, what really made me decide to do this job was uh, being in the office when a patient was getting a cochlear implant turned on and their reaction and just how emotional they were and how happy they were and how excited their their family members were for them, I just thought, man, this is a cool job where you can make an immediate difference in someone's life and just affect everything about their life. So um, that's kind of what got me started in audiology and my thoughts on being a business owner. Well, let's, I mean, that's fascinating because I think most, two comments I have to make. One is that, um, 
you know, you saw what they were, what the trends were in the marketplace, and you said, no, that's not going to be me. I'm not going to go from job to job. I'm going to be mm-hmm. proactive. And so that's what turns you into being an entrepreneur. And then the second thing that I think is important for those people, especially if they're making career changes, is to shadow someone and find out what does it, what does that profession, what is it really like? What are the, right. the challenges, of course, and what are the, the drawbacks? But there's one thing that, so I want to commend you on that. And then I want to move to, because, you know, my musing was on the customer experience. And mm-hmm. one of the things that you and I talked about initially was how you wanted to give your patients a different experience. So can you talk a bit about that? Sure, sure. Well, audiology is a very unique field, and it was, um, I think, one of the hardest things for me to transition from doing healthcare in the military versus coming out into the real world is (laughs) that um, the services are not 100% covered by your insurance. So it's a very difficult transition trying to provide um, a service that someone definitely needs, but then to turn around and say, you have to pay for it. Mm-hmm. So that was a, a big change for me to learn how to ask for money to help someone. But um, after that, the change um, in learning how to ask for money and, and getting people what they need and needed to pay for it, uh, the other changes with that um, have been just with the service style in audiology. So typically um, in an audiology practice or a hearing aid practice, you pay this large amount. It includes the cost of the hearing aids and cost of the services over a period of time. And a lot of people, when they have a hearing problem, they see that big number and they get sticker shock. And it Mm -hmm. keeps them from taking action and doing the purchase for several years because it's very expensive. So what I'm doing at my office that's different is that um, I've broken up the price. So you pay a lower price up front, which is the price for the hearing aid, and a small price for the actual setup fee, the professional fee. But as you need me over time and you need to come back for follow-ups, you pay for those as you go. So Mm. it's a a very different model on how uh, people do business for hearing services. And it's it's been... um, very unique to Dallas, and people really love it, especially my experienced hearing aid users. They really understand um, the bargain that they're getting up front and, you know, where the service component comes in later. Another thing that I'm doing that's unique at my office is we know that um, very few insurance plans will accept um, hearing aids or pay for hearing aids, but I will accept it, whatever it is they have to offer, and... um, the other thing is is that um, I accept that insurance and that I'm open on Saturdays. So mm-hmm. a lot of people um, work and it's difficult for them to, leave, to get off work. So um, having a couple of Saturday appointments available uh, a month really helps people um, make that a decision and go ahead and take action and do something about their hearing. Well, you know, this is a good time to stop because we are coming up to a break. Uh, but I want to comment is that these are good examples of how you found, you know, the reality check with your customers, what's important to them or your patients. Uh, you were talking about pricing and also the, the uh, having uh, Saturdays available. And I'm sure there may be other ways that you have made the customer experience very positive for your patients. But it is time for a short break on the Business Edge with Marcia Zidle, your Smart Moose coach. And when we return, my guest, Dr. Butler, will uh, give us further insights on how to start and grow a successful healthcare business. Stay tuned. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidle, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. 
Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1 866 472 5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back to The Business Edge. This is Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moves Coach. My guest today is Nakaya Butler, who is uh, talking about her entrepreneurial journey from the military to the private sector healthcare. And before the break, she was um, letting us know how she has turned the hearing care business upside down, but with some interesting, innovative practices. She talked about how she differs in pricing. But what else, what other things are you doing differently that is um, where you're in in tune with the customer or the patient's experience? Well, one other thing that we're doing that is different is um, our appointments and scheduling. This is a small office, and when you walk in, it is your appointment time, and you are ready to see me. Uh-huh. Um, as a customer and as a patient myself, a working person who needs to go see the doctor, I get so frustrated going somewhere. My appointment time is, say, 1 o'clock, uh-huh. and it takes me until 2 o'clock to finally see the doctor, and, and I'm rushing around, and I've only blocked off a certain amount of time to be out of the office. It, it, it's very difficult for me. So I keep that in mind when patients come to my office. When it's their appointment time, they're going to be seen within 10 minutes of their appointment time and Uh out the door. So um, I call it kind of boutique-style audiology. The office is private. It's just for you, and you're not going to wait to see me. You're going to be seen on time. Well, let me tell you, I think that is great. I wish more doctors and healthcare <laughs> practitioners would practice that because it is. It is very frustrating, especially if you're working, sitting in the doctor's office. So I commend you on that. Now, you. moving <laughs> on, um, so you started this business. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so what are some of the challenges you're f- facing in getting it off the ground? I'm sure there are some, and you could uh, help others by just talking about what, what have you experienced as some of those challenges? Well, I would say my current challenge right now is um, keeping the business going and growing. I have hired um, an assistant in the past. I've had two separate assistants, and it's been uh, a challenge trying to create a um, comfortable, family-oriented, you know, family-feeling type office environment, but at the same time monitoring job progress and making sure that employees are doing their job. So I think that has been the most difficult thing that I'm learning um, being a business owner is how to manage people. In my mind, I just assume people will do the job they've been asked to do, they're getting paid for it, and things will be done. And, and that's not necessarily the case. So um, learning to put in place systems 
to mm-hmm. monitor, to make sure things are getting done and, and things just don't fall by the wayside and you ultimately lose money because these, these things aren't getting done. Yes, I think you've hit the nail on the head. One of the biggest challenges I find in working with entrepreneurs and business owners is that how do you uh, manage the performance of your employees? How do you hire the right people? How do you get them up to speed? Um, How do you set those systems up, as you said, that will let them know what they're supposed to do and then how to monitor what they're supposed to do and then finally how to give them performance feedback on how they're doing. Um, Exactly, yeah. Right. So any other thoughts about that? You know, have you learned? What have you learned about um, managing people? Because I agree, we all assume they're going to do a great job, but sometimes (laughs) they don't. (laughs) Right, right. And I I definitely feel like um, with my last employee, no uh, fault of our own, things real, our our, um, flow of customers and patients changed. And I think the job became overwhelming. All the things she was supposed to do, it was fine with them when it was a low number of patients. Mm-hmm. But we had this big boom of people that started to be referred to us, and she simply could not keep up. And all I was doing was standing back saying, well, tell me what you need. I can help. I can help. But I don't think I was giving her all the tools that she needed to be successful. And so that was something that I had to learn. So... um when you get to a point in the business where doing things by paper are no longer efficient, switching mm-hmm. over to those electronic systems and um, getting those types of things in place, they're expensive, and you might not be able to afford them at the beginning, but there comes a point where you need to bite the bullet and invest in those types of things, computer operating systems, uh, patient uh, databases, all of those things need to be in place to make um, your employees' jobs easier. So um, that was a, definitely a thing that I learned was making sure I was doing my part with providing the right tools to help an employee be successful and work efficiently. Right. And I just want to comment that also I found that the employees who start with you when your business is small may not be able to be as effective as you grow. Now, yes, you are trying to give them the um, the training and the uh, and you know that they need, but sometimes it just doesn't work. So that's something that I think our listeners need to be aware of. Who started with you may or may not be the right person to to be with you as you grow your business. Um, any other challenges that you see you're facing as you uh, get your business off the ground? I would say that was really, that has been the biggest challenge is uh, things are um, so busy and I cannot do everything on my mm-hmm. own mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and, and trying to that, find that person that I can trust that has the skill set to uh, complement what I do and, and help the business keep uh, moving forward. Right. And that really, when you're a small business um, like what you have, that employee or employees that a couple of employees are so important to hire the hire them right train them and then retain them because you don't have you know if they leave or if they whatever you're back to zero again and you have to find somebody else um so i think those are really good um uh suggestions and challenges that you that you've had in growing your business and helping others realize that and the other part is what you said is you can't do it all by yourself right (laughs) yes you cannot do it all by yourself you know i think that um one of the things that helped me be so successful was knowing my boundaries and my limits i'm Mm -hmm. an audiologist uh i have gone to schools to study um, in detail about hearing, balance, systems. But you know what? I'm not an accountant, and I'm not a bookkeeper, and there's a lot of things. I'm not a, a web designer. I'm none of those things. So um, what's been um, great was um, planning ahead of time before I opened. Uh, I was able to link up with an accountant before I opened my business, and mm-hmm. you know, she helped me understand all the things that I didn't know and help put a lot of things in line and in place 
at the very beginning. So um, now that I'm in year three, I haven't run into a lot of problems that I hear other new business owners talk about. So as far as taxes, man, who knew that there was an employer tax and a state tax <laughs> and a federal tax and a franchise tax and a tax and a tax? I had no clue about these things. So um, my accountant keeps me in line. And um, the first year when I wasn't making a lot of money, the tax amounts were low. So she would ask me for the money and I would just write the check. Mm -hmm. Okay, year two and year year three, I'm asking her, please explain to me what this money is for. (laughs) I have never heard of these kinds of taxes. So uh, that has been a, a surprise for me is, all the taxes involved with being a business owner and having employees. I I just didn't know that existed. And I think we're going to get into that a little bit more in the next segment because, you know, what do you think every entrepreneur should know? And certainly that is one of them. But we just have a couple of minutes left. So I want to sort of go back to uh, uh, another question, and um, which is, have you always wanted to be an entrepreneur? Um, was you know some people I have on they say you know I grew up in an entrepreneurial environment uh, my father owned this or that in fact I've talked about my father owning a grocery store so uh, what brought you to being an entrepreneur? It was really that time in college and seeing so many people not get a job and also I had a uh, people um, friends and family that had worked for corporations and agencies mm-hmm. and get laid off. They were dependent and counting on that uh, pension plan, and they had it all planned out in their mind, and they got let go in a severance package. It wasn't the same as what they were hoping to get with their um, full pension. And it just seems like those types of jobs are not like they were for um, my parents' generation, mm-hmm. where you got a job and the company would keep you 30 years, and that just doesn't happen. People change careers. They change companies. Um, so much now. And so um, I, I just wanted to have the opportunity to um, provide myself with employment, provide others with employment, and not be dependent on a company uh, to hold my fate on what's happening next and where my income will come in from. And I think this is a perfect time for a break, but th- this is, a, for listeners, this is a younger generation who's talking, is, who realizes that the path of corporate America may not be the right path uh, for them. And I'm go- I predict that we're going to see more and more entrepreneurs um, in the future. So you are on the cutting edge, and I commend you. Now, listeners, it's time for a short break on the Business Edge with Marcia's Idol, the Smart Moves Coach. When we return, my guest, Dr. Butler, will give us further insights on how to start and grow a successful healthcare business. Stay tuned. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network.
You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. Welcome back, listeners, to The Business Edge. This is Marcia Seidel, your Smart Moose Coach. My guest today is Dr. Nakaya Butler, uh, talking about her entrepreneurial journey from military to private sector health care. And before the break, uh, she was talking about... Um, you know, working with uh, an accountant to help her understand taxes, to help her understand how this is important in her business. And I'm sure there are other things that you think every new entrepreneur should know. So what are some of those lessons learned uh, that you that you can um, tell others about this? Sure. Well, I, I, first lesson would be, you know, don't be afraid. I think that when you first think about opening a business, you start doing research, and um, the Internet and Small Business Association tells you to have X amount of dollars in the bank. You need to do all these things and get all these things together before you can open your business. And I think you have to look at that as a guide and try to narrow it down on how it applies to you and the type of business that you have. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be rich to open a business. So uh, keep a positive attitude. Surround yourself with people who have a positive attitude, and you can reach for the stars and do um, what you hope to do and what you dream to do. So stay encouraged. Uh, my next uh, tip would be be realistic. It <laughs> takes time to grow a business. It takes time to earn a consistent income. So for me, uh, what has helped me keep my business op- open is I've pretty much always had a part-time job. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that my business can prove itself, that it can support all of the costs of its operation. So everything that the business itself needs, um, it can handle payroll for my employees. Then when it can impl- it also cover payroll for myself, then I can let my part-time job go. But until then, uh, I just can't expect that a new business owner, uh, just three years open, that I will have all the money that I need to um, keep everything afloat. So I just think that's a myth, that you can just go out there on your own and and everything's going to work out. You have to work hard and be realistic to make sure the bills are being paid before you (laughs) take big risks and and, um, just work the business by itself. And are you at the point where you're ready to give up your part-time, or have you, or when do you anticipate doing that? Well, it has uh, tapered down over these last three years. So mm-hmm. the first year I, when I opened, I worked at a part-time job three days a week, and mm-hmm. then my, my office was open three days a week, so including that Saturday. And mm-hmm. I was open every Saturday, working six days a week. So by year two... Um, actually, my part-time job moved down to two days a week. Mm-hmm. So now, in my third year, I work a contract position just on Fridays at a different office. And, uh-huh. you know, I have my goal lined up and a date in mind, and I think I'll be able to make it happen by the first of the year. But I'll only make that decision when I have seen consistent, consistency enough to do that. I think that's really great advice. Um, the the two uh, points that you you talked about, uh, one is um, take the leap. Yes, yes, there is some uncertainty. There is fear. Am I going to make it? Will I be successful? But if you don't do it, how do you know? So you took that leap. Uh, so that's one thing. Be have being positive. Um, about your and being looking for, towards success, but the other important point that you made is also to be realistic. <laughs> right. <laughs> to, right, and right. to realize that y- yes, and to realize that you're not going to be a millionaire right off the bat, and how right. to plan for you know to bring in income while you're growing the business. So you know, I interrupted you. Was there more you wanted to say about that? I would say the other thing is is 
you're going to work more than 40 hours a week as a new <laughs> business owner. Right, right. Anytime I thought that I was going to leave early, there were 10 other projects and things that involved growing my business that I mm-hmm. could think of to do. So um, I, I, I don't know when you come out of that stage <laughs> where you don't have to work so many hours, but it's lots of work. Yes, and I'm not sure when that stage is because I'm still doing, you know, even what I do, and I've been mm-hmm. a business coach for a number of years, um, it's not a 40-hour job at all, and that's okay because I think the point is, and I get this from you, you really enjoy what you're doing. Am I correct oh, on that? Oh, very much so. I, I wouldn't change Anything that I've been through, uh, it's all happened for a reason, so I'm very excited about it, and I love doing it. So let's go back to something earlier we talked about, and that was how, you know, you were in the military, you Mm -hmm. were corpsman, Mm -hmm. Um, so why don't you tell the uh, listeners a little bit about your military service and how that has influenced um, your business today? Yes. Um, well, being in the Navy and serving as a hospital corpsman, it was um, just a great experience. You learn a lot. They put a lot of trust in you, and you get independence and confidence to do things that you wouldn't think about doing um, before joining the military. So some of the things that I have learned or traits that I've learned from being in the military is to take that risk, but take a calculated risk. Um, follow your heart and do what you want to do, but also have a plan. Um, don't be foolish enough to go out there and think that um, things are going to be successful if you haven't thought it through somewhat and tried to develop some type of plan. Um, another part of um, my business that uh, my accountant always comments on is she says that I'm meticulous with notes and keeping um, receipts and keeping things together. In the military, I our motto was, if you didn't write it down, it didn't happen. And so um, recording things in logbooks are just a part of me now, and it's helped with keeping my business organized and keeping things in line in the office. And the other thing that I've learned is being timely. Um, you know, on time meant being somewhere 15 minutes before your job started or before your shift started. And I've um, brought that into my workspace. I'm providing that as a part of my customer service model that um, I will be ready for you at your appointment time, at least within 10 minutes of your appointment time. And, um, you know, and I hold my employees accountable that way, that if I say I'm going to be here at a certain time, Mm -hmm. if I'm not here, it must be a huge emergency. Call 911 (laughs) if I'm not here on time because that is not my style. So um, all those things people appreciate. And um, Mm -hmm. they come to rely on that when knowing that you're on time. And so um, all those things have definitely uh, come over from my military service. And one of the things that impressed me about the uh, military is that they take, what, 17- and Mm 18-year-olds, and they give them um, experience right off the bat, and they're making decisions. And so it is a wonderful uh, way to transition into the business world, and I wish that uh, more businesses would um, see the value of, of military service. Is there anything, you know, other things about the, you know, your military service that has prepared you for uh, being a, an entrepreneur and a business woman? Well, well, you said it. I mean, you said it. Being so young and you have training, you know, book training uh, under your belt, you finish the training, but the fact that you get out there and you are expected to start working hands-on, it gives you so much experience. And like I said, confidence. When you um, are told to do certain things, you think, man, I can't do that. I would have never. <laughs> and you, you do it and you're successful. It just gives you more and more confidence to do more and more things. And, and that was uh, one of the things that led me to pursuing a doctorate degree. I, I nowhere near thought I was going to college or I could – I just never thought that it would go this far. And definitely my experiences with the Navy, it gave me the confidence to keep pushing myself and doing more and more and saying, yeah, why not? You want to be a doctor? Sure, go ahead. And you know what? I did it. So um, it, it, was, it was great. 
Well, um, that, that is, uh, you have such a great story, um, both a personal story and a, um, a business story of, of the, your journey of, of, you know, becoming uh, an entrepreneur. I wonder if just some, a couple other things that um, come to your mind that we just have a couple more minutes mm-hmm. that comes to your mind if you would like to t- tell the listeners, and it could be anything, you know, something about your business or something about what you've learned or something even about audiology that the listeners would find valuable. Well, I would tell you, uh, when it comes to audiology um, and hearing services, things have changed so rapidly in our industry. Um, I would say the technology advances are always compared to cell phones. You think about a cell phone and what a cell phone could do 10, Mm -hmm. 15 years ago. It's totally different than what it can do today and what we use it for today. And we've seen those same advances in hearing technology. And um, things have just gotten so so much better, and we have some great tools available to really help people hear well, so it's an exciting time. Hearing aids work with the iPhone, they are Bluetooth compatible, they, they just do all, they connect wirelessly to your television, to your cell phone, they can do so much to enhance your life and make your life better, so um, if you haven't been around hearing aids in a while, and if you need some, hey, these are not your grandfather's hearing aids. <laughs> Things have changed. <laughs> and that's very good to hear because one of the things I, I said uh, to Nakaya during the break is I want to visit her office and I'm of the age where I'm starting to look at hearing aids. And I, you know, I think about the ones that my, you know, years ago and I said, oh, no, no, that's not for me. Right, but right. It's, it's really exciting to see the, the advances, and I can, just, I can just hear the enthusiasm in your voice. Well, mm-hmm. listeners, it's um, time for a break, and uh, this is Marsha Zidal, your Smart Moose coach. My guest today is Nakaya Butler, uh, talking about her entrepreneurial journey from the military to private sector health care. And when we come back, uh, she will give us some, uh, some other tips as well as how to contact her to find out more about her and her business and about audiology. So stay tuned. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Where will your business be five years from now? Will you be soaring or just getting by? Of course you want to grow and prosper, but with growth comes bigger headaches. More hiring, more capital, more customers to satisfy, more plates to juggle, more stress, and more demands on your time. Yes, there is a solution. It's the Smart Growth System, created by Marsha Zidal, executive coach to business leaders. It will give you the tools to take the growing pains out of growth. Get a free consultation and assessment from Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. There's a saying, if you do what you've always done, you'll get what you've always gotten. Are you satisfied with what you're getting? Are you ready to get something different? To get the business edge, bring Marsha Zidal, the Smart Moves author and professional speaker, to your next meeting, conference, or retreat. What you get is more than just stories and motivation. Marsha delivers big ideas with big impact to fast-track your business and your leadership. Schedule your next keynote or presentation now at Marsha, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are tuned into The Business Edge with Marsha Zidal. To reach Marsha or her guests on today's show, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You can also send us an email to Marsha at smartmovescoach.com. Now, back to The Business Edge. 
Welcome back to the Business Edge. This is Marcia Zotto, your Smart Moves Coach. And my guest today is uh, Dr. Nakaya Butler, and she has been giving us insights into how to start and grow a successful healthcare business. And at this point, um, Nakaya, it's to what are the two or three what I call keepers or key things that you want listeners to remember about uh, growing a business, starting a business, becoming an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So what are those, what are those things, uh, Nakaya? Uh, I would definitely just uh, reiterate that um, don't be afraid to take the risk of starting your own business, mm-hmm. but still be cautious, have some type of uh, steady financial stream to support you while your business gets off the ground. So consider getting a part-time job while you're establishing your business. Mm-hmm. And um, be prepared to work many, many hours. This is not a job that you just leave at 5 o'clock. It's something that um, when you're passionate about it, it can just consume a lot of your time. But it doesn't seem to be a bad thing. It just takes up a lot of your time. But it's um, something that you would be happy to give, time you'll be happy to give. Okay. And I get the sense that it's a very rewarding owning your own business. Uh, is that true for you? It really is. It really is to have an idea um, and start it and implement it in your business and to see it actually grow and be a successful thing. It's exciting. And every day there's something exciting from working with the customers and getting their feedback and seeing how these hearing devices change their life and then um, just how it affects business it all comes together, and every day there's a surprise. There's always something great going on. Right. In other words, you don't get bored, right? No, never. You never get bored. <laughs> never get bored. <laughs> well, Nakaya, um, I'm sure there are listeners out there who would like to talk to you about this, perhaps about your services, perhaps about you know your journey of becoming an entrepreneur, and perhaps also some um, veterans who want to know what it, what was it, what did it take to move from the military to uh, the private sector. So, t- uh, so um, why don't you tell the listeners how to contact you, a little bit about your services. Sure, sure. Well, my company name is Hearing Services of North Texas. We're located in Dallas. We offer hearing protection, hearing evaluations, and hearing aids for all ages. So we see newborn babies up to full adults, and um, everyone is welcome here. We accept most insurance, and that's what's different about our office. Um, Mm -hmm. My website is DallasEarCare.com. On that website, it has information about our clinic, our services, a little bit about me. You can even uh, schedule an appointment online. And my email address is drbutler at dallasearcare.com. So drbutler at dallasearcare.com. That would be the best way to contact me is via email. We also have a Facebook page, which is Hearing Services of North Texas. So if you get a chance, like us on Facebook and check out some of the things we've been doing in our community. Well, thank you so much, Nakaya, Dr. Butler. Um, I've wanted, I met, let me just say, I I met Nakaya uh, probably about three, four or five months ago in a program um, here in Dallas for returning veterans and uh, how to uh, help them not only get jobs, but to start companies. And Nakaya was one of the guests who talked about her journey and I was so impressed with her. And so I said, oh, why don't you come on the program? And I am so glad you did because you had, your story is great and I hope it helps others, especially returning veterans, to realize that there is opportunity for them. So thank you again, Nakaya, and uh, we'll be talking soon, okay? All right. Thank you so much. And now, listeners, here's next week's program. It is All You Need to Know About Navigating Washington, D.C. My guest, Chuck Brooks, will give us insights from his vast experience working with and within the public sector, both the executive and legislative branch. Learn how to target outreach to key decision makers and advance your marketing efforts and or cause. Chuck will also provide a case example of how a company, 
perhaps just like yours, with a product related to a policy such as cybersecurity can build a business development and marketing strategy to reach the right public and commercial audience. His expertise, which I am, is cybersecurity, so I know this is going to be a very interesting uh, interview. So don't miss this fascinating insights into the workings of Washington, D.C. Listen in on Wednesday, September 24th on the Business Channel, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern of Voice America. Now, here's a smart move tip to move your business forward fast. Don't sell, rather connect. The truth is people make decisions mostly based on emotions and justify the decision with a rationale later. They're really thinking, can I do business with this person? Will I enjoy doing business with this person or company? So the first step is to make a strong first impression. Let me show you how. Contact me at 972-380-9181 or through email at Marcia, M-A-R-C-I-A, at smartmovescoach.com. That's S-M-A-R-T-M-O-V-E-S-C-O-A-C-H.com. I'll end with my favorite quote. There are three kinds of people in this world. Those who make it happen, those who let it happen, those who ask what happened. Which one are you? If you're highly motivated to make it happen, let me help you make it happen. Let me show you how. And my guest today, Dr. Nakaya Butler, really exemplifies the kind of person who makes it happen, who goes out there and has a goal, reaches for the goal, and starts working on that goal. So she is an example of someone who makes it happen. I'm so pleased to have had her on the show. Thank you for listening to The Business Edge with Marcia Zeidel, the Smart Moves executive coach and speaker, helping entrepreneurs and business leaders take their company, firm, or practice to that next level with less stress and more success. In other words, how to take the growing pains out of growth, innovate, improve, ignite, or die, make smart moves. Thank you. You've been listening to The Business Edge with Marsha Zeidel. Please join us again next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. And enjoy taking your business to the next level.